live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically in your money, in your work, and in your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw, my friend and colleague, joins me this hour. We're here to answer your questions. She'll be taking your money questions. I'll chime in. I'll be taking any questions about personal growth in your work and do you want to get ahead and how to get ahead and managing this money journey alongside of that and Jade will weigh in on that as well. The phone number for you to jump in is 888-825-5225, 5225 I'll also say this, I'll say a little bit more as we get closer to it, but a special treat today. And the clue is the word treat. Ooh, That's all I can say right now. Well, I can say more. I just don't want to. Don't give it away, Ken. I'm not going to. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. I was thinking that. Were you thinking that? I was like, Anthony Kiedis told us to yeah. give it away, but don't give it away. Love that. Uh, let's get to the phones. Levi is up first in Tampa, Florida. Levi, how can we help? Levi. Okay. Uh-oh. I hit the button, I promise. I hit line one, so we're not getting Levi. This happens from time to time. That's all right. We can keep it rolling. I think James James is going to help us out. Yeah, we we hear you, Levi. Levi, what's going on? Okay. Hi, everyone. Uh, So my name is Levi. I am in $200,000 of student loan debt. Whoa. Yikes. I am an attorney. I make $115K a year. Uh, take-home income is about 6200 I also uh, DJ and create content on the side. Uh, my overall take-home income per month is about 6800 Okay. Here's my question. Here's my question. Um, I want to refinance my student loans to get a lower interest payment. Right now, my interest is 9%. If I refinance right now, my interest payment will, or my interest rate will be and somewhere between seven and seven point five percent. That's great. Should okay. I refi- should I refinance like right now, or should I wait for interest rates to lower? How long have you been out of school? So um, I graduated from law school in twenty twenty, uh, which was during COVID. Mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, and uh, my student loan. Uh, I never had to pay any student loan, uh, any student loans, and now they've just kicked back in, and I've made a couple payments. Um. I, I listen, and uh, and they're all private. They're all uh, federal. Oh, so you're consolidating them at seven point five percent. You're not necessarily re- refinancing them. Uh, see, answers like that is that's exactly why I called it in the ranking show. Uh, I don't really know. No, it's okay with 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 federal loans. You can consolidate them down, and they'll group them all together, and they'll put them at one one interest rate, which is not always for some people. It's not always the best move, but it sounds like in your case, it is the best move. The thing that you need to realize with that is you get one shot to do it, and so I think that's why you're kind of worried of sh- should I do it now or should I wait? That's accurate. Okay. Um. With your well, let me ask you a couple more questions before we get to that. Do you have any other debt? Um, well, I've been listening to the Ramsey show for about three months, and over the last three months, I paid off all my credit card debt. Sweet, nice. awesome. Anything else? Cars? Um, my car is one hundred percent paid off nice. as of about six months ago. Um, I right now I pay, and you're probably not going to like this. I pay twelve fifty in rent, but I'm ready for an upgrade. Sorry. And, uh, and <laughs> who are you apologizing about, to? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> well, well I, I mean, you know, at, at right now the 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 debt snowball is two hundred k, and yeah. if I ra- if I raise my rent, it's going to be 
you know, $2,000 ish, but I'm sorry, I don't have an in unit washer dryer. Like I'm ready for an upgrade here. Okay. That's your choice. If you choose to do that. I mean, if you go to 2000, you're still not, um, I mean, you're, you're going over 25% if you do that of your take home pay. Right. Okay. So is that like, uh, is 25% like the metric that I should, uh, when we, when we talk about buying a house, it definitely is. And in your case with baby step two, I would highly, I would still consider that kind of a, a framework. I like where you're at now and I want you to move up in hotel, in a in hotel. My goodness. I want you to move <laughs> up in p- apartment. Is there any, any way that you can save it until after you pay off this debt? Because here's the thing, that extra 800 or $750, that we're talking about months of freedom there and you've got to really weigh the opportunity cost of if whether you take that extra 750 dollars and get your end unit because it feels like that's kind of a celebratory thing for you or kind of like a status thing like listen i deserve this i've been working hard i've been in law school give me the give me the apartment i want and i understand that but man oh man having that extra 750 over the course of time knocking out these student loans that is a big big deal and i do want you to weigh that heavily have you done the math out on that yeah you're you're absolutely right i I have done the math out on that and it's not pretty but (laughs) what about a roommate um, not willing. Yeah. If he, if he's ready to do that, he doesn't want well, to live look, with anybody. You got to make a decision. And mm-hmm. I just think this is a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea for you to increase your expenses right now when it's really not that big of a lifestyle issue. I get why you feel the way you feel, but now we're always going to give you the advice that says sacrifice, 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 because we want you to get free sooner, as Jade said. So we're not going to be in favor of that. How many, uh, how much of, so you're bringing home 6,800. How much of that is going towards your um, debt at this point? So right now I put about $2,000 per month to student loans. Okay. So that's well above, and and I I picked like an income driven repayment plan. This is before I became obsessed with the Dave Ramsey show on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, my, my payments are, 600 something dollars which is laughable so i've been overpaying my payments mm-hmm. what kind of law do you practice workers comp what's your uh, what's the ladder look like over the next one to three years financially when, for you? You, when you say ladder like how much more can i make over the yeah, next one to three yeah. years yeah with a law degree i want to know how you can increase this income because that's what needs to happen we need to be busting it uh, well, it, staying at the stay, staying where I currently am, which I'm planning on doing, I could probably go up to uh, probably one thirty, one forty over the next uh, three years. Okay, no freelance opportunities. Um, n- not really. Uh, the firm that I'm at, I-, I would need to disclose and get approval Got for it. a lot. Okay, what I'm you doing. understand why I'm asking that, right? I mean, two hundred thousand dollars, very doable with with your ability, but you're going to have to increase your income. This is going to be a long journey. Yes and no. Yes, you do need to in- increase your income, but I, I kind of think 2000 Are you single? Yes? I'm single. Yeah. I think 2000 okay. If you're making 6800 a month, you have no other payments besides this. I think 2000 a month is a little wimpy. Okay. Um, what, what would not be wimpy? I think, I think that there's areas in your budget that you can cut more. And I sense that because I'm looking at the numbers. And I also sense that because you're creeping up on wanting another apartment already. And so I just sense that there's things in your life that you're like, listen, 
I've earned this. I want to spend my money on this. And that's true. But again, you're weighing that opportunity cost. I think you can squeak another $500 or $1,000 out of this budget. I think you need to do what Ken did and you need to get your income up. I don't want this taking you eight years to pay off. That's far too long. I want this done in four years and you can do that. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks for the call. Glad you joined our community. Stay with us. You will get through this. All right, we're just getting started, folks. Merry Christmas to one and all. Don't move. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Thrilled to have you with us. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me, and we are here for you, America. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. 888-825-5225. Taking your questions about money. And I'm in the chair today, so let's take any questions about personal and professional growth, decisions about maybe starting a business. Uh, when do I go from side hustle to full-time? Uh, hey, I'm stuck. I need a promotion. I'm not getting it. Any kind of work-related questions, because those are always money-related and uh, we'd love to take some of those as well. So jump in, 888-825-5225. And uh, if you, you want to stay with us, if it's kind of like, well, we're getting, this is like the, like uh, what, second to the last Friday of the of the year? Am I right? Did that I feels get that right. right? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of just like, I think I'll hang out today. You don't want to miss next hour. Jade has got another special treat. I get to <laughs> sample it. There's another clue. Uh, You're really hyping this up, Ken. Well, you know, I even broke out the cardigan today, uh, the new cardigan sweater. You look like a, a shtickle of bourbon. A shtickle? That <laughs> <laughs> feels right. I don't know what that is, but that doesn't offend me at all. It feels right. Let's get to Stephen in Houston, Texas. Stephen, how can we help? Oh, hi, hi, guys. Thanks for taking the call. You bet. What's going on? So I'm looking for some advice. Uh, uh, we just, me and my wife just recently uh, got on the Ramsey plan. We're on baby step two. And I'm a full-time high school teacher. Um, and I've taken, uh, taken a part-time EMS job when I'm out on, on vacation and uh, on the weekends and stuff. And I do some food delivery uh, to try to just pack as much money as we can to this debt. Wow. But I'm, af- I'm afraid that... Um, my wife's getting overwhelmed by it. So, because wow. you're not home, what's going on, man? You're pretty emotional right now. What are you feeling? I just, I, you know, it's like a baby Christian. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be so intense that she's like, oh, you know, you won't let us do anything and, mm. and this and that. 
What's going on? I don't on? know how to have that, what's she how to saying? Have that conversation. Well, take us to what's going on with you guys relationally. What What are you feeling from her? What are you hearing from her that you would call us about this? Well, um, it, like, like uh, for instance, she works full-time at home. Mm-hmm. We have two kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so when I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I have a goal to make $50 a day with food delivery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, five days a week, so that's an extra thousand dollars a month. And then on uh, Saturdays, I go work this EMS job, which are twenty-four hour shifts. Oh man! And that's an extra three hundred sixty dollars each day. I do that. And then, but she's still like, "Well, you think you can stay home tonight so that uh, you know we can clean the house and get ready for our Next Christmas week. brunch that's coming up?" Mm-hmm. And and um, I don't I. I I, 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 I'm like, well, do you think that maybe you, you know, uh, you could pick up a little bit of that so that we can continue to stay on plan. Okay. I see what's and, going on here. And, yeah, yeah. And then I get kind of negative feedback. Well, you know, you will. So now we just, you're not here to help around in the house and stuff like that. And let I don't me, want to let me ask a way. couple clarifying questions. When okay. you said she works full time, does she work full time as a stay at home mom or does she work full time yeah. at a job that is work from home? Yeah, job that work from home. Okay, but the kids are also there too, so that kind of falls on her as well. Right, when when they're not in school, like right now, we're on Christmas break. I totally get that. Okay, and then can you tell me how much debt do you guys have? Because I'm trying to understand. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I get the intensity, but I want to. I just Mm want to get a bigger picture. Okay, so uh, we have about uh, twenty six thousand dollars in cars and uh, credit cards. Break it down. which what's okay. the cars and what's the credit cards? Uh, my wife's car's almost paid off. It's got three thousand left. My truck's got eleven thousand left, and then we have uh, about fifteen thousand in credit cards. Okay, and then um, another ten thousand around that that I owe to my uh, to my mother-in-law. So okay. to my what's the payoff date? If you didn't miss any night scheduled, you've got this thing figured out. If you stay on this pace, what do you anticipate the day would be? How far in the future before you pay off this debt? I, 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 I told my wife we can do it in six months, not our house. I, I have a sure, house sure, 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 sure. Uh-huh. So I let me just tell you, hey, so Stephen, so man to man here. Uh, mm-hmm. I love this intensity, but uh, there, this is a six month window. It'd be different if this were a six year and you guys had to be that intense. I love the intensity. I think you have to downshift in moments like this. When your wife is giving you the signal, you read it, man. You've been married long enough. You know, uh, going after it. But but if there's a holiday party in the situation you gave us, I think the answer, and this is not criticism. You called. So I'm going to tell you as a dude, just my take here in that situation, uh, you take mm-hmm. the night off from gazelle intensity and you jump in and help her out. Mm-hmm. I, I think if okay. it, you guys were in much bigger debt and it were far more intense, I think there's a conversation to be had to say, hey, babe, I got to do this. We got to be all in. But I think given this situation, I don't think this is three or four nights a week. I think you sit down with her and go, hey, I'm doing this to sprint, hang in there. But if you need you need that kind of emergency situation, raise your hand and I'm going to be more sensitive next time. And I'll jump in. That would be my take in this situation. What's you guys' okay. combined income yearly? Uh, you, um, you mentioned all the things you're doing, but what does that amount to? Uh, so that's recent, the uh, the EMS job and stuff. But so right now uh, we make about 110 gross together just at our regular jobs. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking to bring in, uh, I, I got plan to bring in 3000 extra a month. So uh, about 
30,000 more. So maybe about 140,000 if I stay on this track. Okay. So you're basically saying our normal budget stays the same and I'm side hustling mm-hmm. to pay off. I well, get it. Th- that caused a little trouble too because then we stripped the budget way down as well. We cut off some streaming services. Well, and, that's what I'm saying. And, it, it almost needs to be one or the other because you've got $39,000 of debt and you just outlined a plan where you're side hustling to bring in an extra almost 40000 So if the side hustling alone is paying off the debt, then like I'm trying to find a way where you guys can balance this out a little bit, a, a little bit more. Does that make sense? Because if oh, okay, you... Yeah, I understand. If, if you're going to bring in $40,000 a year and this is a, a full year play as opposed to you just trying to like, to Ken's point, just squeak this thing out in six months. I do think that, you know, if you can get her on board, fine. But like Ken said, you know, if she's having these moments where she's throwing a flag on the play, like, listen, we haven't seen you. We don't we don't even remember what you look like, dude. Like you do have to you have to cool out for a minute. Right. Yeah. And I think okay. that um, I think there's room for you to take the pedal off the metal just a little bit. Yeah. Right. Great. Cause I don't want to burn her out. So I, so I guess that's very what smart. I was looking forward to say your you instincts know, are right. Um, yeah. She's like a baby bird. Like, you, sometimes you got to get them to keep, uh, yeah. keep coming to you. Steven, I think your instincts are right. You called us. We're validating your instincts. Your instincts mm-hmm. are right. You're pushing really hard and it's affecting her and you don't want to lose her and in, in the midst of this cause mm-hmm. the cause is not as important as as her and the kids right so, because it's not at yeah. that point what's the point that's, especially during this season that's right but listen my man she seems to be all in we heard no signs of her not being all mm-hmm. in it's just hey we got a holiday party and i'm swamped with the kids and i'm exhausted you know i also think right. it's important for you to uh show some appreciation to her for her being all in and you know what maybe take a night uh coming up in the next couple weeks and totally surprise her and say hey babe here's a little money that uh, i've been making on the side hustle go out with some of your best girlfriends have a nice night i'll take care of the kids all I, right ken coleman do you know what i mean okay. what do you think Jade, I think that's a teamwork play. That's a teamwork play. Because she's listen, I'm just I'm honoring all the moms out mm-hmm. there because my wife has 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 done both. Stacy has fluctuated between being a, mm-hmm. a work out of the home and a mm-hmm. work in the home. Notice I say work in the home because that's yeah. a lot of work. And there are times where it's really good, guys, for us to just acknowledge uh the partner in the situation and uh and say, hey, you know what, I appreciate you being on board. And what it is is when you're going at that pace, you have to ahead of time say what the milestones are going to be. When we pay off this car, we get this. When we do this, and it sounds like they don't have those milestones in place, and that is so important. You need like a cheat day. You know these big-time athletes? That's right. Like I, I follow The Rock. No big deal, you know? Listen, I like those the cheat meals? Have you seen the man's cheat yes. meals? It's pretty fantastic. So even one of the greatest athletes, actors, you know, get after guys in the world, you got those down days. I think mama needs a little little, little time off every once in a while, and you can fund that. And then we keep going with great momentum. Steven, you're a good man and a good husband. Mm-hmm. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. 
CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me in studio. We're here for you, America. 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. Taking your money questions, your work questions. It's a good time to be thinking about next year and we are here for you the question of the day is brought to you by neighborly your hub for home services neighborly has local service providers who can repair maintain and improve your home ladies if you're married to a guy like me you need neighborly because i can't do jack diddly squat around the house (laughs) and that's why stacy is happy for neighborly their network of experts offer top quality work and customer service by trained reliable service providers find the help you need at neighborly.com slash ramsey today Today's question comes from Sarah in Arizona. Can I donate money in baby step two? My husband and I disagree about this. I made my husband do <laughs> I made my husband do FPU Uh-oh. and agreed to the principles before I would even accept his proposal. Wow. Dang, son. We just got married in September and we are officially on a budget with combined finances. We have a good income around 400000 combined, but our debt snowball is more of a debt wrecking ball right now, 448000 in total debt. I have always given $100 a month to charities, and I put these as line items on our combined budget. My husband says giving is for baby step seven, and this money should come out of my discretionary spending if I want to keep giving. I say it is... I say it is not $100 a month that is going to derail us from reaching our goals. I'm still tweaking the budget, but right now I have our individual allowance at $200 each month. Can you please be the arbitrator of this debate? Oh, I need to Gladly. get you. Gladly. I need to get you one of those black robes and your Judge Jade right oh, now. I need on. to give you a gavel too. What say you, Judge Jade? I, I see a lot in this, so I'm just going to okay. pick it apart. Uh-oh. Um this woman is strong. Yeah, well, you okay, think? I do not want to mess with Sarah. I know. Sarah is Oof. coming in hot. Okay, um, here's what I'm going to say about giving, and then I'm going to go back through uh, this thing. I do think it's important to give. Mm-hmm. I think giving is an important practice that you you do all the time, all the time, even in baby step two. Now, pause for a second. I'm going to tell you my perspective, and you have the ability, Sarah, to put this make it make it make sense for you depending on your belief system. I'm a Christian person. The way I believe is you just give 10% off the top all the time and you give that 10% to your local church. That's that's the, what I believe. That's a spiritual practice for me, but it's also a financial practice and generosity for me. So even while Sam and I were in baby step two with um, almost the same amount of debt as what you have, Sarah, mm-hmm. but with a smaller income, we continue to give not $100 a month, but 10% of whatever we brought in. And for me, the reasoning behind that is not just, like I said, a spiritual one, but it is a practice and just good financial principle. Because at the end of the day, and this is for everybody listening, when you have an open hand, the money is sitting in your hand, money can easily get out, but it also means money can easily get back in. And that's a wonderful thing to know. And it's just a blessing. We say it all the time. Giving is the most fun you can have with money. So um, I agree with you in principle. Yes, you should continue to give. Matter of fact, up it. If you're making $400,000 a year and you want to give 10%, well, there you have it. Um, 
what your husband is talking about, baby step seven, he says giving is for baby step seven. That really is if you want to give above and beyond, right? If you're like, listen, we've been at this um, this lower mark of giving for a while. We're ready to increase. There's some dreams that I have. Yeah, baby step seven is the time to do that. Um, I, I, I might just, and it might just be the way it's written, Maybe just just ease up a little, Sarah. Just maybe maybe pull back a little bit. You're very you're very strong, and all of these things kind of sound like I told my husband we're doing this, and I told him we're doing this, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like dragging him by the collar. She got him like mm-hmm. like the collar on the wall. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that might make him feel a little. He might be feeling some type of way, and maybe this is is a way where he feels like he can get a little control back because you know sometimes relationships get to be a bit of a power struggle, mm. and so this feels more about a power struggle than it really does about giving. I'm not gonna lie, just reading it, I may be wrong. Ken Coleman, uh, I think you're right. I think the language implies her attitude towards him, and uh, you don't want to take too many liberties with just a one sided email. Uh, but yeah, it feels like this is not a partnership. This is a dictatorship is what it feels like. And so I think you're right. The budget needs to be adapted yeah. to include, include the giving that you're talking about based on what we teach. So Absolutely. I agree with you in lockstep. Uh, man. I get it though. You know, Money creates enough tension. Us telling the spouse how things are going to be, that doesn't lend itself to long-term financial partnership. It doesn't. And I mean, Sarah, hear me loud and clear. I I have a Mr. T personality as well. <laughs> okay, like I pity the, the fool. I pity the fool. Like <laughs> I, I come in hot. Like Sam Warshaw, he could tell you right now, I come in hot. And so when I read that, I recognized that. Yeah. And so like we sometimes we have to pull back a little bit. Yeah. We we stomp in the room. You know what I'm saying? We just Uh-oh. Chill out. Whew. And guys, even if she does stomp in the room, never say that she stomps in the room. There's a little bit of advice to all the dudes out there. We float. Whew. <laughs> Man, I'm already getting nervous. I feel like I'm on eggshells already. I'm ready to move on. Move By on. the way, uh, the illustrious, uh, incomparable Sam Warshaw is in the lobby. So he gave me a look. He kind of leaned over and gave me a look when you said that. That's all he did. I don't know what that means. I'll find out afterwards. Oh, boy, that's good stuff. All right, Brittany's up next in New Orleans, or as I like to say, Nolens. What's going on, Brittany? Hi, Ken. How are you guys? We're having a blast. What are you up to? Working as that snowball. All right. I have a question. Hey, before you ask the Um, question, I got to know. Yes. When you live in the New Orleans area, is it a thing? Does everybody have beignets around Christmas? Is that a Christmas morning thing? Uh, I prefer sweet potatoes. Oh, okay. Around this time of the year, All right. personally. I just want you to know, I order every year a box of uh, of the dough from uh, Cafe Dumont, and we do uh, beignets Christmas ma- morning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's my that. that's my treat. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted. Brittany, what can we answer no, for you? No, they're good. Yeah, they are good. Okay, so I'm working on my debt snowball, and the next debt I have coming up is a personal loan for $5,000. Now, I was previously married before, and so this is a loan that I hold with my ex-husband. Uh, when we split, we did agree to split it 50-50, and we've been paying the monthly payment um, since we split. Now, okay. it's the next thing in my debt snowball, so obviously I'm trying to figure out what to do because he does not have his half of the 5000 to pay it off currently. Who do you owe the so money to? Um, one name. Okay. So it's, it's okay. 
a lending service. Okay, it's yeah. a personal loan from a yeah. bank, not like grandma lo- loaned no. you money. Okay, correct. Yes. Um, has is he good for it? Like, has tell me what kind of guy this is. Is the this the type of guy payment, who's going to pay it? He's been paying it monthly. He's late sometimes, but he always gives it. Um, but you know, is it in both of your names so for the most part? Yes, it's in both of our names. I'd probably, I'd probably pay my half and set on set it aside, and then by the time I get done with my debt snowball, if he still hasn't paid it, I'm going to pay it and move on. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Should I just pay the whole thing? Now, here's the thing. If you start to see, because I, here's the thing. You pay half of this and there's still a monthly payment due. So you need to monitor, monitor this. And if you see, listen, he's not making his payment. This interest is racking up and it's going, the, the bill is going up. It's not going down. Right. You, need to, you need to reach over and just pay it off immediately. But if you see, okay, okay he's making his payment. You know, this, this is working because, you know, $2,500 is a lot of money. I, I might change my mind. Hold on a second. How much more do you have in your debt snowball? Uh, if I sell my car, which I plan on doing, I'll have about 40K left. 40K left. Um, And how much yes. is the car worth? The car is like 20. All right. If you don't it, sell that car, because I think that's a big part of this, pay your half mm-hmm. and watch it. All right. Watch it every month because I don't want this going back. If you see even one month that he's late, reach over and pay it off. All right. Thank you for the call, Brittany. When you said reach, I thought you said reach over and cuff him right in the back of the head. But She no, could try that too. She could try that too. Hey, Brittany, you're doing awesome. You're on your way and nobody's going to stop you. Thanks for the call. Great advice, Jade. All right. Don't move, folks. We got to pay a couple bills and we'll be right back. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back, America. You've joined the conversation about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. We want you winning in all three of those areas. That's why we do this show, The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. 888-825-5225 is the phone number to jump in. 888-825-5225. Let's go to Toronto, Canada. Max joins us there. Max, how can we help? Hey, Ken. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. What's going on? Awesome. Yeah. So I'll kind of just give you the question and then I guess we can dive into it. So uh, I'm 23, graduated university uh, two years ago now and thinking of moving on from my first full-time job and uh, taking a shot as an entrepreneur doing some social media and YouTube content. Okay. And uh, what do you make in your full-time job? Uh, so right now I'm at 80000 I also have a side hustle that I'm doing about five k a month. Oh, wow. What's the side hustle? Yeah, so I'm partnering with this company called Odds Jam, and it's a little bit weird, but kind of with a lot of the new um, sports books and gambling companies coming to Canada, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for different promotions and things like that. So using the software, I've been uh, able to have success on average about 5K a month the past year. Wow. And so where does the YouTube social media venture that you mentioned, does this is this... Uh, is this related at all to the work you just described? That's the side hustle or is it completely separate? No. So it would be completely separate. Kind of my game plan would be to continue to do the side hustle and then kind of leave this full-time job and then be able to fully dive into, you know, doing 60, 80 hours a week on the, wow. you know, the YouTube. Social media. Do you have any debt right now? Nope. No debt. No debt at all. You're single. Uh, I have a girlfriend of three years. Girlfriend of three years. Um, what kind of content? 
are you planning to do social media and YouTube? Yeah, so it would be kind of in the self-improvement, self-development space, specifically geared to a target audience of young men, probably within the age of 14 to 22. Uh, a lot of it would kind of be either fitness-related, mental health, building self-discipline, confidence, um, some stuff with how to have success with women as well as business. Have you done any of that content before, or is this just an idea? Uh, so I haven't done any of that content before, but I am publishing a 300-page uh, self-improvement book in January. So that's going to be coming in the next month. And all of the things I talked about kind of in the book are going to be directly related to the content I'm doing on the channel. All right. Well, then uh, based on what you've told me, I think what I would do if I were you is I would release that book. Proud of you for that. I think that's great. I would start doing this content now. Mm -hmm. I would not go all in. To me, it just is not worth taking a $20,000 pay cut. I love that you're making 80K in a day job that, that is allowing you enough bandwidth mentally to be making 60, that you're on pace to make $60,000 a year in a side hustle. So I yeah. wouldn't just immediately walk away from the 80K um, and, and to go all in on the social because I don't think that's the right strategy. I think what I would do is I would come up with a strategy to test this. What's a legitimate test? And I'm making this up. Please don't let me hang this on you. And I want Jade to weigh in here in a second on this too. But, but I would be thinking... Um, Social and YouTube. So is it three videos a week? Is it one? How many posts a day? Get whatever you think is a legitimate test. Not be all end all. Because remember, starting a social media side hustle should have the same mindset as starting a regular brick and mortar business. Meaning Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go all in on a bunch of inventory, buy a building. I'm going to lease. I'm going to do a small inventory. I'm going to test this stuff. So to me, I would stay put doing exactly what you're doing now. And what I would do is, is I would commit 20 hours a week to it, uh, 15, whatever you can do. Let's go full-blown test because you could still hustle right now, put out enough content to test it and see, is there anything there? Then what I would like to see is social media, this new side hustle, uh, the personal development stuff. I'd like to see that getting to a point where you can see it generating 20000 so that we replace the 80K from the day job. There's just zero reason for you to yeah. risk right now. Also, that book, when did you say the book comes out? Uh, so the launch is planned for the end of January of this year. Okay. Or and 2024, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking, is this, is this something you've done on your own? Like you found a publisher and you did this? Or is there some sort of deal that you got because of something you did? And there's a little bit more yeah. hoopla around it? Can you tell us like the, the, the seriousness of this? Yeah. Yeah, so I wrote the entire book myself, and then I worked with another publishing company in Canada, which kind of helped me with, you know, cover design, going through the manuscript, you know, mm-hmm. going over everything with a fine tooth, with a fine tooth comb. Uh-huh. Um, but it's up to you to market already... it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I think to Ken's point, that book is going to be a big test for you too, because you're going to look and see, okay, like is it selling? Are people interested in this topic? What's the feedback? You know, on on Amazon, you'll be able to read those reviews and see everything that's going on. Um, with that book. So that's one of the ways you'll test it. But I, you right. know, Ken and I can both tell you from social media before I came to Ramsey, I started a, a channel and it is hard work. People, you know, people like to look at influencers and go, oh, you're, you're an influencer. How hard could it be? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's hard work. It's very hard to get people. Um, I mean, you're, it's a constant competition to make sure your content is what people want to see. So 
Do you plan on having somebody to help you with it? Or are you going, is the first step just you doing it on your own? Yeah, so kind of my, my thought process with, and I know that this is someone you guys have on the show, Alex Bermosi, and kind of something that he says is a lot of people, they kind of have one foot in the door, one foot out the door. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I wanted to quit and go full-time in it because I feel, you know, something Ken talks about as well is I don't necessarily have the career capital in terms of editing video skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel that the skill I do have is great communication. And, you know, I, I believe myself that if I commit to this for, you know, a three-year time window, let's say, and I'm doing 68 hours a week on it, mm-hmm. I believe I can be successful. It's more so just having that time that I don't really have, you know, working nine to five and, you know, regarding what Ken said earlier, you know, 20 hours a week, something like that. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I do think that I can do that, but a big part of it is also fitness, right? So I'm in the gym probably two, three hours a day. So on top of my nine to five and the side hustle, I don't really have a lot of free time in the day per se. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm at a bit of a crossroads, if that makes sense. Well, to you. let me address, because I've interviewed Alex uh, yeah. and know Alex. And so I want to address what you said. I think it's it's correct what he has said, but there's also scaling involved. And there's a season when we're testing, and then there's a season when we scale. And I, okay. this is the, what I heard you say is, is quit everything and go 80 hours a week to be able to do this. Did I hear that correctly? I would still do the side hustle that I'm doing, the Odyssey. So that puts you. So put you at, So how many hours a week do you have to put into that? That's making you five k a month. Probably two hours a day every day. Okay. Well, listen. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. I told you what I would do, and I would eventually ramp up. I'm with Alex. That at some point you've got to go all in. I, I just don't think you're ready to go all in yet. Yeah. How quickly? Okay. Let's say you're replacing the five thousand a month that you're making from your eighty thousand dollar job that you're um, netting. How quickly do you think by posting on social media and YouTube that you'll recoup that in your mind? How quickly do you think? Yeah, I think if I on do a regular two basis. years, how long? If I do two years, two years, that'd probably be 800 videos. I think I could have a good audience by then. It's, it's, it's very speculative. It's very spec. I'm just saying it's very speculative because okay. I, I, again, yeah. this is, this is from somebody who's saying, who's doing what you're saying to do. I did it for two and a half years and I had just started making money. Just the, and when I say money, I mean a little bit of money, not not anything close to bank. <laughs> just and, a little and, bit yeah. of money, having some opportunities to like and influence Max, for people. She's really good. She's really winsome. I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, she's <laughs> people like looking at her and listening to what she says. She's dynamic and it took her that long. She's a big time performer. I would just rather you take my advice. Mm-hmm. Not because I think I'm right. And you'll get but there. Because I think it's I think it's not going to hurt you. You gotta try this. I, I know you don't have a lot of time to be able to crank out, but start working that gym time into video time. Mm-hmm. If you're in the gym for two hours, then figure out a way to film it. Film the whole time. You yeah. got some extra money. I'd hire somebody to be following you around. You know, that's what Alex does. Alex has got a guy that's full-time, follows him around shooting stuff and editing. I'd rather you keep the day job, invest some of that money in somebody filming you while you're at the gym for two hours. But test it. And then when we know it's really working, then we scale it, Jay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't want you to go backwards financially, Max, but I love your heart and uh, your desire. So thanks for the call. Jade Warshaw, good hour. Thank you, my friend, to our fearless leader, old captain, our captain, James Childs, and the fearless crew in the booth. Thank you, guys. This is The Ramsey Show.